Good morning. Welcome to the Mr. Elvin Podcast. It is Thursday, June 15th. I'm your host, Jamie Mottram. Joining us on the program is our first ever guest, Brad Parker, making his second appearance. Brad, welcome back for more. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. The first first guest, now the second second guest. Yep, we had Britton Portis from Burgundy Blog on. Uh, he made his second appearance before you did, only because he he, he he drove more traffic the first time. Uh, I'm going to be honest about that. Um, before we begin, <laughs> how are you doing today? It sounds like you're, before, before we went on air, it sounds like you're really doing well. Oh, it's, it's a fantastic day. My, my daughter um, had her middle school promotion ceremony today, so we got to get to the high school before 7.45 this morning to get there for that and have the fire marshal lock the doors and keep us and about 120 other parents outside and not let us in to see it. Uh, so I'm just picturing this angry mob of like... Yeah. like it's exactly uh, what it was. Of, of like helicopter parents. Um, yep. I love that the fire marshal was involved. It wasn't just like fire security. It was the fire well, marshal. So it's great. My wife works for a police department. So she was right there with the security guy who's a former police officer who was awesome, by the way. And it was fantastic watching the angry parents come up one by one, telling the reasons why they were more important than everybody else. And he should let them in. <laughs> and he was fantastic handling each one of the idiots and not letting them in. But yeah, fantastic start to the day. What? Way to go, Montgomery County Public Schools, Lakeland Park Middle <laughs> School. Great job, everybody. Miss Higdon, Principal of the Year. Love you guys. Wow, really going for it. I, I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Miss Higdon is a loyal Mr. Relevant podcast listener. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who isn't? <laughs> right. Um, what, what is a qualification that one would share with the fire marshal as a parent when trying to get into the promotion ceremony? Does it have to do oh with God. household income? Is it uh, GPA? <laughs> like what? No, it was lots of someone saving me a seat. Oh, um, there it is. Or my daughter is graduating. <laughs> right. You know, lots of brilliant strategies like that. Or um, I really want to go in. Um, <laughs> You know, things like that. And and oddly enough, he did not fall for any of these. The most pathetic one was this, uh, you know, uh, prematurely gray-haired gentleman saying, I have a podcast to get to. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we pick up the pace here, people? <laughs> did you like that descriptor I, for you, I by the way? The prematurely gray-haired time. gentleman? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the gentleman part, but everything else works. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. well, let's move on. Um, Come on, we need to talk about <laughs> off-season hockey. Right, so, so Brad, longtime Mr. Irrelevant Caps correspondent. You can follow him on Twitter at StopTheHats. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about how, how you kind of pick up the pieces from yet another very disappointing season. Since we last spoke, it just got even more so because the Penguins won their third cup in seven years, something like that. Yeah. Back-to-back, back-to-back yeah, back back like cups, that. whatever. I think it was eight, yeah. It, it's too much. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's too much. It's um, disgusting. How do you come back for more next year? You know? Like, um, they're, they're, like they're probably going to be good again <laughs> in the regular season, yep. probably. We don't know. Um, right. Yeah, I think they. I think there was that, like, that, that. those Vegas odds had them as, like, the third best Stanley Cup odds, which was just cruel, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I saw that link that you posted mm -hmm. i didn't click on it i saw the headline a couple of places and honestly i 
I got really mad for about two seconds because it's like Joe Lunardi putting up um, the early bracketology right now, mm-hmm. um, picking all, I don't know how many teams make the tournament now, 417, I don't know, but like seeding the 64, mm-hmm. um, which actually is even more appropriate than this because the Caps have, what, seven big-time free agents. We have no idea who's going to be on this team in October. Do I think they're going to be a good team again next year? Of course I do. The, the, the core is going to be there. Even if they don't do what we think they do, they will do this offseason, even if they don't keep the one or two of the big names like we think they will, if they do something drastic and let everybody go and go on some youth movement, or if somebody comes with an insane deal for Ovechkin and they make that move, whatever, they'll be a good team. And yeah, they'll be in the playoffs. And once you get in the playoffs, who knows what will happen, except we know one thing, <laughs> there will be a tragic end in Washington. But yeah. to say right now, oh, they're, they're in the top three for the cup. Yeah, whatever. You have no idea. Like, Come back in September, October when we know what the rosters are, and then maybe I'll believe you um, that they're one of the favorites. But again, you know, we've heard this story before. Well, I've seen this movie. I know how it ends. Well, yeah, and that's right. And so we can kind of accept two things as as like as being pretty likely about next season. Yeah. One is that they'll yeah. probably be good in the in the regular season, and then yep. it it won't end well. And probably will end tragically in the postseason. So, how do you, right. as a diehard, you know, like somebody who cares about, thinks about, like supports this team more than you know, you know, the, almost everyone, almost anyone, at, at least that I know. Um, how do you come back yep. for more? Yep. Like, I, it's easy for yeah. me because I live out of market. I don't get a lot of the games on TV. I certainly don't go to the games. I'm not, it's not in the air where I live. You know, the stench of cap hockey is not in the air. Um, (laughs) So I can kind of just like keep like a finger on the pulse kind of for the first 82 games. And then I drop in on the postseason. you know, how do you gear up to like actually care again, to love again? Sure. (laughs) Well, you know, well, first I'll, I'll go on a rant about this. But I will say, I mentioned to my wife, uh, who we all lovingly call TV's Julie Parker, um, I said to her briefly the topic that you and I had mentioned we would talk about. And of Mm -hmm. course, and I said, I know your answer, because her two-word answer is you don't, because (laughs) she finally gave up. Mm -hmm. But to me, this is what being a sports fan is. because there are this is what we do i am passionate about the washington capitals i love hockey i love this team i will be completely disheartened in april and have been many many times and there's a part of me that says you know what am i doing why am i doing this and i'm not going to care as much next year but i will Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this last night, you know, and here's where I'll get on my, you know, old man on my yard, you know, get off my yard and shaking my fist at the clouds. Uh, maybe my hair isn't so prematurely gray Mm -hmm. when I start talking like this, maybe it is 
you know, mm-hmm. maturely gray. That's how but, that's how it got that way to begin with. Yeah, valid, valid. <laughs> but you know, we're in a a society now of instant gratification, right? You tap your phone twice and you have exactly what you wanted. You you know, you go to Amazon Prime and whatever in the world you needed is at your door the next day, whatever. Sports fans, it doesn't work that way for us. It never has. It never will. And the same thing is true for you. Like, you care about the Washington Redskins. They're not bringing home the Lombardi every year, right? And you'll and they do insane things all the time. And they have an owner that I'm sure drives you crazy. And you care about the Baltimore Orioles. And um, it's not 1983, but you come back every year. Um we have friends that were Boston that are Boston Red Sox fans. Like that's suffering. They went eighty-seven years, eighty-seven years. There are true Cubs fans. You know, they went over a hundred years. Most teams don't win. Um, and I get that it's painful to go through this, and it might be even more painful because we get so close and can convince ourselves that it's finally this is finally the year and dc fans we in almost every sport find a tragic way to end it it seems like the nats go up six nothing what in the second inning in a deciding game and somehow blow it you know rg3's knee explodes when you're up 14 nothing um the caps there's probably 10 examples of series that were won and then lost and teams that were great. And then someone gets hurt, whatever we know there's plenty of times where it happens, but that's part of being a fan. And we're also in a way as caps fans spoiled because teams was about to move a couple of times. They were really bad. They were going to be gone. Um, and then they were mediocre to good for a long time. And you could go and get tickets the night of the game and sit wherever you wanted. And it was dead. But in the last decade, that place, the atmosphere, the core has been one of the best in the National Hockey League. That place is sold out every night. They, are, they have bought into Rocking the Red. Despite all of the postseason disappointments, you go, it's electric, everybody's going crazy. We see exciting hockey, we see winning hockey night in, night out, and it's fun. And that's, uh, that's much better than seeing boring losing hockey all year long. It just is. And so that really helps getting you back into it for 82 games. And and I really like the players. There are people on that team that are interesting and compelling and fun to watch. Well, I and so I get suckered in. What makes it more grueling with the Caps is that they have been so good. They haven't really been close because they haven't made it past the second round, but they've been true, so true. good for a decade. Like, I can yeah. stomach the Redskins not winning a Super Bowl since 91 or the right. Wizards not winning a championship since I was like two. Uh, I'm 39 years old now. 
Um, You're old. Yeah, I can deal with that. I can deal with the Nats having not won a championship because hell, I was right. already like married up basically when they came when they got to town. <laughs> um, I was super old. Um, right, right. But but you know the Redskins and the Wizards, like they they've never been consistently good. They haven't been consistently good in a long time. Twenty five years for the Skins, thirty five years for the Wizards. <laughs> The Nationals are creeping into Caps territory, but we're really only right. talking about three postseasons where this has happened to them, where they've been the best or one of the best teams in the regular season and then not won a series in the playoffs. Yeah. They do it again this year. I think they're they're really like <clears throat> like in full-blown Caps territory. Um, mm-hmm. What makes it so hard with the Caps is, I mean, nine playoff appearances in 10 years. And of those nine, I mean... I think seven first place division finishes, uh, yeah. how, like three president's trophies for best yeah. regular season record overall throughout the entire league. Yeah. Yet no, uh, at no point do they make it past the second round. Um, I guess you know, <coughs> when we started off with this, I was asking the question, like, how do you come back for more? But like, that's just what we do. It's not like we're going to be like, oh, you know what? We're going to root for Pittsburgh now because that's Title Town USA, and I want to. Take well, that. Did, did you see yeah. that idiot? By the way, I want to drink from the did cup. Did you see the story about that guy? I, I, yeah, there was. What was he? Had like an anti Ovechkin sign or something. I can't remember yeah, exactly. He's, he's an alleged Caps fan mm-hmm. that went to. I think it was Game Five in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and of course he was a you know a personal injury attorney. Whatever <laughs> that guy. You are a Penguins fan. Stay a Penguins fan. Don't come back in October wearing red. Please, everyone, remember that guy's name. If you know him, don't let him come back. Just that have, his, have his face He's up. the worst. You should talk yeah, to the fire exactly. marshal from the promotion ceremony <laughs> and have him He was post probably up the there. He probably got in. <laughs> he was there. He was, so, he was, he was probably holding cousin. a sign saying that he didn't want Kylie to graduate. Yeah, not immediate yeah. family. Don't care. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, so before I, I launch into the second part of this, I do want to say yeah. that uh, I am having a bit of a crisis of faith with regard to like how I'm going to raise my children and keeping them aw- like not necessarily pushing my teams on them because I, I wish for them a yep. better future, a better tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I, so, you know, so like like my son he plays with these neighborhood boys like they're they're Pittsburgh fans so they love the penguins and the steelers and so far he's like rejected that but i i kind of want him to reconsider you know what i mean like look you you haven't gone one way yeah. or the other it's a it's an open field for you <laughs> i mean i understand i understand but here here are the things i would say one there's nothing better than having a kid and experiencing that together, right? Yeah. Getting to watch the games together. And you have, we, all we know is what has happened from today backwards. We have mm-hmm. no idea what's going to happen going forward. And you, you, you imagine. You, you tell yourself you push, that. You tell yourself that. <laughs> okay, we have a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. Yeah. But imagine if you push this kid to be that class of citizen where he's rooting for Pittsburgh teams and <laughs> everything changes. And now you are celebrating the Caps winning the Stanley Cup and that adorable little toe-headed child is over in the corner. Right. You know, yeah. upset about it 
and you now can't be fully happy about it because well, you have to take care of him. I hear you. I mean, so my honestly, also screw Pittsburgh. Honestly, I want him. I want the outcome here to be for him to like all the teams that I like, right? Uh, even the JMU Dukes. Of course. Um, um, I just don't want to feel any guilt about it if he ends up doing that and then they continue to suck. <laughs> so yeah. that's really that's really what I'm after here. I, I, I do envy his ability as a six-year-old to just say at any given moment, I am a fan of the team that's the best and nobody judges him. So like, right. like this year, he was all in on the Falcons. You know, the well, year before, he you was all also in on have the Panthers. The advantage, <laughs> He's all in on the Warriors right now. Of living in like a semi-random place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody you know, is a fan of one team. You're not in a major team. market. You have to. You don't have to pick the local team, right? Yeah. I mean, he's basically like if like if Justin Bieber was a six-year-old sports fan instead of <laughs> Justin Bieber. Um, he's LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like LeBron. So he's going to be a Cowboys, Yankees, Duke fan. Well, just like I took him to Dick's Sporting Goods last night to buy a, a baseball glove for, you know, a big moment for a dad. And yep. there's like, you know, displays set up for like Steph Curry and Bryce Harper. And he's basically like in that moment and, and for the fleeting moments thereafter, he's a Steph Curry fan and a Bryce Harper fan. Like he just, you know, whatever's, well, whatever's like marketed, whatever's is, cool. <laughs> these are, what is he, post-millennial? I don't know what kids that age are whatever stupid label will come up i think it i think it's just the doomed the doomed generation the last generation (laughs) the death generation the generation that will not make it uh the last generation but i honestly think they won't even care about teams right they're gonna follow players and i i've even seen that with my older daughter who's i did i've seen it in her Unlike her graduation ceremony today, which I did not see, she mm. is actually. A, I want to. I want to uh, do a correction. It was a promotion ceremony. Brad. Promotion. Thank you. You, you would have known that she, if you got in. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what happened. She is. She's an Ian Desmond fan first, <laughs> before a Nationals fan, or she even started following the Rangers last year just because Ian Desmond switched teams, like. They follow players, and and she follow, you know she became an Ian Desmond fan because we went to a game. He came and talked to her and met her, and mm-hmm. she got an autograph. And then we went to spring training, and he came over and did it again, and he was awesome. So now she likes him, not a team. And I think that's where this is going because of what you're talking about, the marketing. Are you there? Did I lose you? Yeah, got it, got it. Here, here. Here, okay. Still here. All right. I'm we'll gonna, pretend that didn't happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to edit this part out, but in case I don't, for those of you who are still with us. Um, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I have a key question. Um, Choices, basically, I mean, we, could, we could talk about personal stuff now because everybody listening is still, is probably like a friend or family member. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's, let's get personal. Okay, so this is a, this is a, a, a key question I've thought about many times over the years in different contexts, but I think this is a, a great, like, stark contrast. Would you rather your team have the run that the Caps have had, where they've been in the playoffs almost every year but haven't gone deep even once, yeah. let alone won a championship? Or right. would you rather your team have a run like the Carolina Hurricanes – 
have had. That's an NHL franchise that's based in Raleigh, North Carolina. They exist. FYI. They exist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have made the playoffs twice in 15 years. But, but one of those uh, playoff appearances resulted in a conference final. Mm-hmm. Which the Cats and haven't done. The other and the other in 2006, they won a Stanley Cup. It's yeah. cruel. That's that's it's like seriously fucked up. <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes oh, yeah. won the Stanley Cup. So, which would you rather have as a fan? The the Caps option of like perennial playoff contention or perennial playoff appearances, but no right. success in the playoffs, or to just be pretty much like a bottom half of the league team every year. Rarely making the playoffs, but breaking through one time and winning it all. Uh, that's a it's a much harder question than it probably should be to answer. Um, I really, damn, I really do think I would prefer what we have. Um, if you if you go see the Hurricanes right now. Um, there, there's what, I mean, there, I've seen pictures of the crowd at games this year where you could have sat there in the first period and counted the people and been accurate. Um, it's dead. There's nobody there. It's boring. And that's happening for years at a time. I don't, I don't want to suffer through that. I think I, like I said, I've loved the decades we've had even with the lack of postseason success. I, I, I honestly say I would prefer the Caps. I'm with you. And, I mean, I think in this case it's such a stark contrast. You know, it like really if, is. if the Hurricanes had just made a few playoff appearances, you know, like a yeah. few more, like then I think I'd probably rather go that way. But to go like a decade of irrelevance, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't handle it, despite the name of this podcast. Well, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do remember negotiating with um, whatever supreme being I believed in, while the while Maryland was making their run, saying, "You know what? Let them win this tournament. Let them win the national championship, and I'm okay with them missing the tournament for the next decade." And it almost kind of turned out that way. Um. And I think I'm still okay with that. It, winning that championship was one of the best moments that I've had as, as a fan, right? I think it was worth it. But, it, but you're right. Carolina's run post, you know, and around that was even worse. It's just so bad. that I, I, And everything we've had except for not winning the Cup has been so good for the Caps that I, I just have to go that way. Yeah, I mean, you basically get a good for like nine months out of the year, you know, because the hockey yeah. season starts in like August and it's like really good all the way up until like April, May, let's call it May perhaps. Yeah. So you basically June. have like, you have like nine months of good, good times every year. Um, yeah. I, I live two hours from Raleigh and it is, that is easily the hurricanes are easily the closest pro sports team uh, to, to our town. And it's like, you know, I've lived here nine years. It, it's like, they don't exist. I mean, you never see anybody wearing any gear. You never hear anybody talking about it. It's just a complete non-factor. Um, but you brought up Maryland, which yeah, which come you know brings us around to like another interesting comp- comparison between Maryland and their Big Ten rival, Wisconsin. 
Are they rivals? By Which, the way? by the way, is still a funny phrase. That's yeah. A funny phrase. I was kind of like joking as I said it, but like, have does Maryland have a rival? Does that exist anymore for them? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay, but they do get. I really I, don't think they do. But I, they, I mean, I would love for Penn State in football, but you know, and now beaten them in our lifetime. They do get like twenty five cents per cable subscriber. Don't have though, one in basketball. To, they get like twenty five cents per cable subscriber from the Big Ten Network. So there's that. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's not going to be Rutgers. <laughs> I don't know, maybe Michigan State in basketball. Maybe. So Maryland won it all in two thousand one. You know, flags yeah. flags fly forever. They they will always have that. Um, always. And they, you know, had a you know a few good years with Gary since then. A few good years with Turge, but the, the, I don't think they've been past the Sweet Sixteen. No, and they've they've only made it. I don't know. I mean, they missed out on the tournament. Like I feel like half the season since two thousand one. That might be a, yeah. a little aggressive. Maybe maybe no, that less sounds right. That sounds right. So let's compare that to say Wisconsin, which okay. has, has not won the tournament. Nope. Uh, I think ever, but definitely not this century. Um, but they've made it every single year. Yep. And they made it to the final four two of the past three years. And yes. one other time, right? One other time. I think they made it in like 2000. Yeah. So like, so okay. So three times this century into the final four. Right. And they've and made it the every, year. every year. Every year. So would you, how would you compare that to, like, which would you rather have? I, I'd rather win it. Yeah. In this case, that, I, that one's close enough. I mean, we go to the tournament. We're relevant again. There was ne- we were never um, completely off the charts. There were a couple of bad years. There was a not even in the NIT year in there. Although, come on, we were robbed. We had to be NIT bubble that year. But um, I, I, I like who we are. I like where we're going. I know everybody seems to dislike Turgeon as an in-game coach, but I think he's done a good job. We're back as a top 20 program, and we won the championship and we went to back to back final fours. So they only have one more final four than we did during that same time period. And we won a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Cause I mean, it's like, it, it, it's not like they've been irrelevant or it's been like, you know, super boring or a total waste of time for 15 years. It's like, there's been, right. there's been some good times and we got that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but with we the win. caps, with the Caps and the Canes, we'll have to find a different comparison, but I'd, I'd rather be the Caps over the Canes, um, or a Caps fan over a Canes fan. Um, all right, we might come Basically, back. Basically, we've decided we are the, the, D.C. is the best city to be a fan. That's what we've decided, <laughs> right? This is like the first time I've wanted to be a D.C. sports fan um, in a while. Uh, I'll, oh, I'll, this I'll is very us. therapeutic. I'll play this for my son Cathartic. in a few years. Um, we'd love to have you back on if and when the Caps make Anytime. some moves. Um, I hope your daughter is still talking to you after you missed her promotion ceremony. Oh, she was perfectly fine with it. I don't think she, I mean, she's a 14 year old girl. I think the last thing she's concerned about is her parents. (laughs) Yeah. I will be, I, yeah. Was Bobby there? Was Bobby there? Yeah. Oh God. Um, who's this Bobby guy, by the way, is he on Instagram? Cause I got to find out what he's doing. Um, I will love to be back to talk about caps. Don't forget. I am, 
throwing my hat in the ring to be your uh, somewhat informed Premier League correspondent as well, because I know we don't have one. I like how we turn this into a Caps and Serps podcast, because you double, you moonlight as the, uh, that's Maryland, true. the Maryland correspondent, of course. That's right. Um, right. Me and Andy. Yeah, we'll have to get Andy Andy Peden on here as well. Um, all right, well, that was, uh, that was fun. Brad at Stop the awesome. Hats. Uh, find Brad on Twitter at Stop the Hats. Um, and, you know, dear listeners, Caps fans, I think if you could look at one franchise where there is a favorable comparison or a comparison where the outcome was might be something yeah. that we would welcome, there's probably other franchises. But the one I'm thinking of is the Atlanta Braves. The Braves made it to the playoffs 14, yeah. 14 times out of 15 seasons. And the one. they won it all just once in 1995. Once. And that's enough. Yep.